do something with the river to redirect it or something. So, uh, first of all, that it wasn't, uh, you know, interrupting uh, Parliament and other things and other businesses. And so the guy who made, I think it's the Lincoln Tunnel in New York, or it's, e it's either the tunnel or one of the bridges. I can't remember which it was. Um, he's the one who came up with this idea to for to put all the rivers underneath London to so actually yeah. redirect the rivers that instead of going above ground, they're underground. They're still all there. I mean, they haven't yeah. left. All the rivers are still there. But it, one of the interesting things from that is that streets are named after the rivers, like Fleet Street, the famous street where the English press are. The, that was from the River Fleet. Wow. And because it's underneath Fleet Street. So it, there, uh, on the West End, there's um, all these. Uh, there's a river under there. So under a lot of the theaters, there it, you you have to be careful because there's actually. Uh, if you go into any of the walkways that are underneath the theaters, you're actually going where the river is. Oh, okay, that river. Is that is that crazy? Yeah, <laughs> I read that. I was like, I, oh my god. It's kind of smart too, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, because it's it, it stopped the smell, and they passed laws that you can't put garbage in the river. I'm sure that people still sneak it in there, but yeah, um, they still do anywhere yeah. in the world, I guess. I mean, that's one of the problems with Venice. I mean, they still are dumping stuff into the canals. Um, yeah. I mean, humans are so stupid. <laughs> they think, well, <laughs> we'll put it into the ocean or the river, and it'll just go yeah, away. Just go away. <laughs> the thing is, it ends up somewhere else. <laughs> You're just. You're, you may it, it may not be right where you are, but if you're putting in a river or a lake, it's going to be still right there. But if you put it mm -hmm. into the ocean, it's still going to end up somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in the ocean, which is causing all the pollution. Mhm. Mm uh huh. And hurting our wildlife, the the uh, fish and the whales and dolphins yeah. and stuff like that. It's awful. People are. I don't know why people are so dumb. <laughs> How many times we say it just doesn't work out? Nobody really listens. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. It's just like, well, I mean, there's still a flat Earth society, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh well, I mean, all that stuff with space that we keep seeing—it's all fake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lizard people. I know. I mean, it's just uh -huh. some of the things that the um, the myths. You know, uh, pe some people actually believe in vampires. You know, <laughs> vampires. Oh sure, they actually believe that there are people. There are people who actually believe there are vampires and werewolves. Wow. I know. It's sort of weird. But there, yeah. I, I forgot what they call it. There's an actual name, fear of vampires and fear of werewolves, that there's an actual psychological name term for that. I can't remember what it is. 
But there are people who believe that. I mean, I mean, in their heart, a deep-seated horror of it and fear. And you just sort of feel bad for them. <laughs> it's an interesting society. The whole world is kind of crazy right now anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I just, I always find it interesting how gullible human beings are. Mm-hmm. They just believe whatever people tell them. Yeah. Even if it's completely illogical. Well, I guess it makes sense to them. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it, it's beyond my understanding how they think the moonshots were fake. Yeah, the moonshots, right. The moonshots were all made up, you know? These are the Flat Earth Society people. Now, it, it, it was it was done in Hollywood. Yeah, it's just all a sham. I'm like, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and all those moon rocks, they're just from Arizona. <laughs> That's what I, was, I, I read. Arizona. I read this, because um, the... the, the Dirt in Arizona is red, mm-hmm. so they say. Oh well, they just got all those rocks from like Arizona because it's like red earth and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then do a black and white. I don't Go know. I just, yeah. I I was reading this article about the flat earth society. That's one of the things they say. I just it's uh that's what I mean. Humans are just really gullible. I mean, I, I agree, I agree. everybody's gullible to one point or another, especially if you don't know about this subject. But you you should have some common sense. You know, some sense of reality. Yeah. I just think think it's interesting. But I I um um I don't know. I don't understand anything about that. I don't. So I'm just reacting to it. Um, <laughs> we just have to take it in, all those gullible people, too, and just deal with them, I guess. Yeah. Keep telling them the facts. Well, they don't want to hear the facts. That would ruin yeah, yeah. their fantasy. They want to believe what they believe, and that's all they want to know, and that's... That's that's why there's conspiracy people that they they just want to believe what they believe and that's it and even if you show why there's just a fantasy that somebody basically told you they don't want to hear that because it's in their belief system now and you're like okay I feel sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it, it's just the, the way humans are, and it's not. It's this is not. I'm not talking just America. I'm talking every, all over the world. Humans are very gullible. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you, they see a, a news story and it, they don't really look into it because it's, it may not be from a a, a good news source. And they believe it. And that's it. It's done. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. I mean, and that's because of the way the news is given now. 
I, I actually prefer to listen to international news um, than to uh, regular news. Like, I, 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 I take my stuff from, like, BBC and different uh, news sources, um, and several of them, uh, instead of just relying on one channel. I mean, this is not when I was a little kid and it was Walter Cronkite, you know, where he was honest and you believed him and he was actually a news person um uh it, it, the world has changed and you have to really read and you read the newspaper too i do that too um because yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you can't rely just on tv news for to really get your sources yeah definitely yeah it's better to go for uh, a good print paper that you know is honorable. <laughs> mhm. Mm I mean, it's an age of information anyway, so I think it's important to look around and see what happens in other worlds too. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like that's what I mean. Like that's why I like getting international news that just stuff here. Mhm. Mm because we're so. Um, I don't know. Everybody's fixated. They they want to be preached to by people that agree with them, instead of mm -hmm. opening their minds and their hearts and learning about new things. Yeah, I think that's very important to be open all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all say that we're we have to have open minds, but not a lot of us actually can do that or are willing to do it. I know, and I think that's mm -hmm. sad. It is. I mean, that's why I love books. That's why yeah. I like to read, because that's what it's all about to me. Books are a way not only to open your mind and your heart, which is very important, but to learn about different cultures. I like reading translated books. Right now I'm reading uh, a Swedish book called The Laughing Policeman. It's a very different culture, and it's very interesting. Um, I like to do that. I like to um, look at art. Like, there's some gorgeous Japanese art that I really like. You know, you, you can't just be stuck in your own culture, because then your mind doesn't grow. Yeah. You have, you you have gotta to use it to the fullest. Yeah, exactly. Open your heart and 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 even if you don't understand, um, I've been listening to a podcast about art, a couple of them now. One's a podcast, another one's on a YouTube channel, and it explains different art. And I love classic art. I like um, I like um, like uh, the what do they call it? The impressionist. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Renoir, um, um, Monet, people like that. Yeah, Monet. Yeah, but I'm, I don't understand modern modern art. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I have respect for it, but like mm -hmm. Jason Pollock is like a premier modern artist. But yeah. I still look at his thing and I think, I don't get it. <laughs> And Mark Rothko, maybe? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Andy Warhol. Oh, you mean those kind of modern art. <laughs> That's a pop art. Um, yeah, yeah. 
But it's, it's but you know what I'm saying. I just you know, I like Andy Warhol's uh, portraits of like Elizabeth Taylor or Marilyn Monroe. They're, that's just amazing. I understand that. I don't understand the soup can. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean. I I mean yeah, I, I try think, uh, I really do I try <laughs> <laughs> just like Jason Pollock and his splashes I I yeah. I, I it's it's that stuff's hard for me I just uh, um I'm more linear than that and so but I try to keep my heart open and and try to appreciate it and I do appreciate it I just don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, it is hard for a lot of people. I think art, as time passes, it's, it's looking more like a expression than what people think. Like, um, if you look back to the Renaissance arts, it's more about the technique and how detailed you can get with the art and how realistic you can make it look. But nowadays, like modern art, like Mark Rothko or Jason Pollock, like you said, it's more about expressing the artists themselves, like the emotions, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's getting more abstract. I think that's just a trend for now. Yeah, I know. And I think it's really cool. I I think one of the interesting, I can't remember what they call it, but it's the art where they uh, they, they have um, uh, like plants and they, or little uh, and or they put sticks down, and they create like a little installation. <laughs> and I think it's cool. Yeah, all right. I I I think it's called installation art. I think that's the right name. Uh, yeah, it is. I, I think it's really cool, and I I I I admire all the work they do, but I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's very hard for an artist to do something that hasn't been done before, and that's I think. Right now, modern art is going through that stage, trying to find something that's new and original, which can come with some abstract expressionism. It, it's it's interesting. I do. I love. Well, I love art. I'm not an art. I'm I'm an artist, but I'm not an artist. I'm I'm a writer and an actor, so I'm, oh, I come yeah, from yeah. a different kind of medium. But I love art. I mean, when I was a kid, one of my m- most fun things was to go with my parents to art museums. Um, yeah. I just love art. I just can't. I can't draw a straight line. Um, <laughs> I'm not a painter. I can't do any of that kind of art. But I do love it. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. And what's amazing about art is that there's no restriction, so you can basically do anything. Like me, neither. I can't draw any straight lines, but I still do art. You know. And anybody can try, and anybody can get to the level of displaying their artwork. And I think modern art is actually opening up that uh, boundary to everyone. That you can, even with some simple squares and shapes and maybe lines, like splatters on the canvas, you can still make art. I think that's a good message for everyone who wants to try art in the future, you know? Yeah. Do you have a favorite artist? Um, I'm actually not a big fan of modern art either because I'm more towards the detail side. But my favorite artist used to be Van Gogh. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I like how impressionistic he can get with his brushstrokes, and not to not to mention his background and his story of how he 
started art and what happened to him and all that. I think it's a very interesting story and background he has. He was he was he was brilliant. My favorite of his is Starry Night. That's my favorite. Oh, it is. Yeah. I I just think it's such a beautiful painting. Um, yeah. I, I I I've always liked him, but my favorite still sorry. <laughs> I like Monet. I like Renoir. Monet. Yeah. My friend loves Monet, too. His colors are amazing. Oh, this, this is the ones with the um, the bridge, with the um, the little lotus flowers and stuff. Oh, it's yeah. just so gorgeous. It is. That And I've never been to Paris, but I've seen um, film of the huge installation art of pictures that were the big, huge canvases that they have of him. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine how they do that. <laughs> you know? I just... The... the Because it's just... Um, the other one that... Is, I, the guy who did... Um, they did a play called Sunday in the Park with George. I can't remember his last name. Yeah. Uh, that piece that that play is based on. If you if you go close, it's just dots. It's all yeah. dots. I I'm like, how does he do this? <laughs> how do they do this? Because it's it, it's just it, he he creates this entire beautiful park scene with all these people and even a dog and all this stuff but if you get close it's dots <laughs> oh it's the stippling isn't it amazing it is it is the level of detail and work um but I love I, what's his last name I can't think of it hmm. do you remember no me neither there's too many artists. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, it'll come to me at the wrong time. It'll come to me tonight when I'm yeah. having dinner or something, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, I think that um, I love art. I love all the different kinds of art. I love going to a gallery and just looking at all, the, going to the different rooms and, are, are going to a gallery and looking at the different periods or even the different cultures it's all it's eye opening and fascinating and you know you, you, you go from like an ancient Egypt room to an ancient Chinese room to an ancient Middle East room and you're just like oh my god <laughs> it's amazing to see how different art has changed depending on which state or country it is yeah yeah oh and Japanese art I didn't know this and I found this out by one of those podcasts I told you about that it actually um, Japanese art actually influenced the um, the uh, I just said it you know Mo, uh, Monet and the Impressionist yeah it, it was a big uh, um 
influence on the Impressionists. I didn't know that until I yeah, heard yeah. the podcast. I was really shocked because it didn't seem to be the same. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't remember the name of the artist, but he did this painting called The Wave, which is this amazing oh, yeah, uh, I know, I know. painting of uh, like a big, uh, like pretty much just, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, tatami. Yeah, I think it's Katsushika Kokusai. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but yeah, he's the one who made that wave painting. Oh, it's just it's it's a beautiful painting. But I had amazing. But I had no idea that you know they all. That's one of the things that really influenced them, and the other thing that influenced them is Middle Eastern art. Um. Was another the minimalist of the Middle Eastern art was a big influence on them. I was just like, oh my god, you, you you never know where the inspiration for art came from or a movement of art came from. It's very yeah. interesting. See, that's always something like a remash or a mashup of something that has been done before, and that becomes something new to others. And I think that's very uh, interesting to see all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that, I think that's what how you grow, too, is mm-hmm. is by opening yourself for different cultures and different things. I mean, um, different artists uh, today were influenced by artists from the past, and the people from the past were from the uh, artists from the past, and then those people from the past from artists from their past. And it goes like a big <laughs> chain, a daisy chain. Yeah. <laughs> do you have, Do you have a favorite artist? Uh, other than Van Gogh, I like I like the person who drew the layment of Icarus. Wait a minute. Okay. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, Herbert Draper. Yeah, I love his style of painting. It's very detail oriented and. The colors he used are very, I don't know, it's very muted, but then he uses these point colors that make the painting seem very vibrant. And I think that's genius of him to do that. Yeah, I agree. It just, it's mm-hmm. really interesting in, in the influences that go into it. Um, I mean, when uh, artists were restricted in different cultures they they got their uh inspiration from nature like uh a spider's web or a butterfly's wing yeah. was a deep influence when they couldn't go and do what they wanted to do so it's 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 interesting uh how you will take creativity where you have to go to find inspiration, don't you think? Yeah, and sometimes even that times, that period, social issues can become an inspiration for artists as well. So at certain time period, you can see what happened, what kind of concerns people may have had, and what kind of culture they were going through. It's very interesting to see how art has changed over the time. Yeah. And it has history in it. It's like Middle Ages, the uh, it pretty much oppressed in many ways, um, mm-hmm. but then it burst into the Renaissance. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
there's always a a positive outcome. You just have to wait for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes you have to wait for it for a while. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So were you an artist as a child? I was actually very familiar with art since I was young because I come from an artistic family. My mom's a designer and my father was always into comic books, movies, and just books in general. So they're very welcoming when I were, when I said I wanted to do art. And because of them, I was also familiar with many different artists, movies, animation films. That's why I naturally became, became an artist. That's interesting. Do you ha- what movie was the most influenced as an artist? Um, I have many favorite movies, but I guess the best is Space Odyssey, two thousand one by Stanley Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I can see I mean, that. It's already a famous movie, but <laughs> I I can see that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> the metaphors and imagery he uses in his film is just amazing. Yeah, and everybody thought he was nuts. <laughs> yeah, he is, he is. I mean, but always, for some reason, geniuses are always weird in some ways. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. But, but it's just, yeah. And it's really interesting because some of the stuff came true and some of the stuff didn't. And you, yeah. always, you always, like, are shocked at the stuff that comes true because it's not what you expect to come true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or... Like um, some books that predict something, uh, like 1984. Well, 1984 was actually not that bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but if you fast forward it to other time periods, like certain time period that we're living in, there's some relatable things there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 1984, it's just like a... You read George Orwell when you're a kid, and when I was a kid, 1984 wasn't too far away. And so when it happened, I was like, okay, when's it going to happen? But nothing happened. <laughs> not like that. Not not that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I mean, economic back crisis. Back to the future. Yeah, back to the future. <laughs> yeah, back to the future and try to expect what would happen in the future. But, yeah, it's past now. So Yeah. So, yeah, Back to the Future's Path. If, except they've recreated yeah. <laughs> a bunch of stuff. They did um they did a um a show where they were like they recreated the car and all the actors from Back to the Future were in it. It was it was um it was actually a um a show about archaeology and, and stuff like that. But the guy's kind of into media and movies and stuff. And I can't remember remember his name. And they had um, Christopher, and they had Michael, and they had, um, I forgot, the girl's name that played the love interest. Uh, They had all of them. All the actors were in it. Lorraine? I'm sorry? Oh, yeah. I think it's Lorraine. Is that her name? Maybe. It's been a while since I saw the movie. Oh, no. I I was thinking of the actors, actress's name. Oh, the actor. Leah Thompson? You mean? Yeah, Leah Thompson. Yeah, I couldn't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was in it. She was in that, too. Everybody was in it. It was really cool. And yeah. the director was there, and everybody was 
part of it, though, because it was like um, they were creating the car to raise money for um, what Michael has. I forgot what they call it. The disease he has that he's suffering from? Parkinson's. Oh. And they they were actually doing it to raise money for him, for the disease. Um, That's nice. Which, isn't that, is that beautiful? Uh, I thought that was really Yeah, nice. it is. But, um, but that was fun. I don't, It was a lot of fun because they, they made it like a little adventure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, when they were, uh, Christopher Lloyd was interviewed afterwards about it because he was in it the most. They said, uh, uh, was it a big deal for you to do this? He goes, no, I would do anything for Michael. <laughs> wow. That's, that's sweet. sweet. I thought it was so sweet. Um, but, yeah, that's like bringing the past to the present and helping people in the future, and that's really beautiful. It is. And it's all art. <laughs> yeah, the level of... The level of imagine, imagination that just went into these kind of films is just amazing. I want to get into the director's head and see how much she has thought of it. Yeah, or, or any Spielberg movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, even the ones that didn't do well are really, really imaginative. <laughs> and actually, when you watch the ones that didn't do well, they're really good, too. It just it just hit the time wrong, you know. Yeah, Steven Stewart, he's a genius. He is a genius. He is. He is. I mean, if he just did um, E.T. and um, uh, Close Encounters and um, what was the other one that I love? Jurassic Park? No, that's not one of my like <laughs> War Horrors, um, uh, The Saving Private Ryan, Catch Me If You Can, there's so many. I know, oh, Lincoln, the Lincoln movie that he did. Oh, oh. Uh, and, of course, the Indiana Jones movies he directed. Um, of course. If he just did those, he would be in a, like, award-winning person. But but because he's done so much more than that, it's just wow that guy just has the best imagination because he he usually mm-hmm. contributes to the writing, you know. Oh. And so I mean he's not he's he he's not the writer like um, but he contributes to it and he loves to work mm-hmm. with the same people, you know like George oh, yeah. Lucas and. And um, people like Authors. that. Tom. Well, I was thinking more Harrison Ford. Harrison, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I got a bit of a crush on Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just I think it's really fascinating. Um, but that's the kind of yeah I could see that inspiring you as an artist because just so much stuff there. <laughs> yeah. Fantasy movies always fascinate me. I just, and also when he did, like, uh, Close Encounters, the storyboards are just, I've seen them, and the storyboards are just amazing. 
Oh. They're so beautiful. <laughs> you wouldn't, you know, it's like a, it's a movie, so, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. but it's just gorgeous. The storyboards. Especially the one with the, um, in the stadium where the uh, aliens are communicating. Mm-hmm. You know, with the sound. The storyboard is just breathtaking for that. See that is so that you have to have some kind of artist to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, what is your focus in art? My focus is also doing something that can entertain people, like as an artist. And as a person who grew up watching these kind of films and reading fantasy books, I wanted to work towards more of the fantasy side of art and something that can entertain people and leave a smile on their face when they walk out of the theaters. So if I can, I would like to work in the film industry or go towards game art. So, like, would you do storyboarding or would you do... Oh. I'm more towards illustration and visual development. That's my focus right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So more like the um, the animated type of movie. Uh, more so towards real life or game splash art, because my style is more realistic okay. for animation movies. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I wanted to talk to you about Illustrators of the Future. Um, how did you yes. find out that you were going to be a part of that? Uh, actually, the first time I knew about this was when I was in high school. And in this scholarship book, there was uh, Illustrators of the Future's context. And I wanted something that I can win and put it in my resume. So <laughs> I tried uh, putting in some artwork that time, but unfortunately I didn't get in when I was in high school, but I kept on trying, and in my second try, I finally got to win one of the quarters. And uh, so what quarter did you win? What what book are you going to be in? Um, right now, it's, I think, the upcoming illustrators, uh, writers and illustration Illustrators of the Future book is volume 38, so I will be, my art will be displayed in that book. And what story did you illustrate? Uh, I'm not sure if I can say this in public. It's one of the writer winners stories. I illustrated a book cover for that. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, are you looking forward to the workshops and the award ceremony and all that? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm very excited. It's my first time going to California, so I'm excited to see what's there. Okay. Uh, and you're, are you coming to you're coming to the April one, right, this month? Yes, I am. Okay, bring a raincoat. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I know people think it's always sunny here, but not in April. <laughs> okay. I guess the same with Florida. Um, and we've been having, uh, 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 I forgot what they call it, but it's sort of like El Nino where you get rain, like these, like periods of a lot of rain. So I'm just, bring a raincoat. 
<laughs> Thank you for telling me. <laughs> and and bring layers, you know, because uh, <laughs> our weather changes. Like once the, the sun breaks out, it gets hot, you know. So, you know, yeah, we get layers. Um, <laughs> just just letting you know. Uh, helpful <laughs> hints from a native Californian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, other than uh, the um, Writers of the Future, what other um, projects do you have? Um, do you have a project for school? Yes, mostly school projects because I'm a rising junior, and it's about time for me to get ready to create my portfolio and put in some applications for internships. So yeah, that's what I've been up to recently. Okay, that makes sense. And um, is there anything that you have that you're looking forward to that you can tell us? <laughs> uh, um, other than the workshop and the award ceremony that will be in April 28th, I'm, I'm just looking forward to my future in general. How I'm excited to put in applications and search for job opportunities and actually get into the industry and figure out what's going on behind the scenes with these movies and stories. I'm very excited to be a part of them. I think that's great. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it should be. That you should be excited about going for your future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very glad to make this contest. because it's op It opens up a lot of opportunities for me, and I'm very honored and glad to be part of that. Well, you should have fun with the workshops and stuff, too. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're coming to the end. May I have, do you have a website? And and may I have your social media that you have? Okay, sure. Uh, where can I put the website? No, just tell us the website. <laughs> oh, it's Helen E. slash art dot squarespace dot com. And uh, what are your social media uh, that you're on? My social media, I have both Instagram and Twitter. And my Instagram account is HelenHY underscore art. And my Twitter account is Lee, D-A-R-E, 614. Okay. All right. Um, I want to thank you for uh, taking time out of your day to come on my show. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Thank you, too. Thank you. For inviting me. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're very welcome. <laughs> and thank you for chatting with Sherry.